Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Relentless Dairy on podbean.com. Welcome to the land of bourbon and bad decisions. This is Relentless Daring, live on podbean.com and the Podbean app. And for those of you who are normally listening to the live show, um, I know normally I do this on Saturday nights. However, this weekend, there was a slight inconvenience in the prom, and the fact that I was helping to chaperone prom for the school my wife teaches at. So it was a Great time for everybody to be had. Um, if you're trying to listen live right now, I'd like to apologize because of the time I'm doing this. There's a lot of people trying to use internet that's not very good. So, um, yeah, fun times to be had all around. So, well, before I get into it, let's let's pay some bills, shall we? So, I've been trying to get everything set up, everything, you know, trying to get ready to do live streaming and all that. You got to prepare for it. You got to be ready to go. And preparing for a show is not the only thing you have to be ready for. You need to be ready for emergencies. You got to be ready for, you know, what if something happens and I don't have readily available access to food to the grocery store? Well, that's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Go to My Patriot Supply if you use the link in the show notes at the, uh, you know, bottom of this on your podcast. Go there; it'll take you there. Give credit to me. You learned, you heard about it from me because I don't have one of those fancy prepare with websites yet. Still working on that. But uh, My Patriot Supply—they have food supplies. You can get 30, 45, 90 day food supplies. Comes in nice, heavy duty plastic tote. You can stack up in the closets. So they're out of the way. It's not like some of the, uh, yeah, some of these food preparation kits where you have all of these boxes of food, and they're. All... I don't know what that was. You have all these boxes of food just sitting around, collecting dust. You get cockroaches moving into them. Uh, they've got whole grains in them that gets bull weevils moving. It's just nasty. But you know, my page supply is not just emergency food stores. You also have uh, water purifiers. You have first aid kits. Everything that you can need to put together a go bag or just to have your car ready for winter driving. Go to mypatriotsupply.com. Use the link in the sh- in the show notes. That way they know where you heard about it. That's from here. All right, so looking back at the events of the last week, oh my god. 
And it has been absolutely painstakingly stupid. Um, of all the craziness, I get it. America, we're not a perfect place. It's not all hunky-dory. We have lots of uh, unrest. And I think a lot of that is not necessarily from cops killing black people unjustly. It's not rampant racism and white supremacists everywhere we turn. It's because of race baiters, race hustlers, the poverty pimps, and all these people out there who want to push this story that America's bad. So, uh, you know, it's nuts. And we, we see this with the, uh, this Micaiah Bryant shooting in Columbus. And at first there is a whole lot of craziness going on with it. You see the original body cam footage from the officer involved. He shows up, there's a brawl and, there's a chick with a knife. Boom! Shoots her. It's ridiculous how much insanity he's trying to pro- trying to process. But they were called there because there was a 911 call that said, hey, there is a person with a knife trying to stab people. So they showed up. And they get there. There's a brawl. They see two girls hit the ground. One of them gets up. The one who's still on the ground takes a boot to the face. But at the girl who gets up, shouts, shouts, I'm going to effing stab you, bitch. Raises the knife above her head. But the cop is bad because he didn't try to de-escalate. He said, whoa, get down, get down, get down, pop, 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 pop. He did his job. He determined that the girl who was about to get gutted like a fish because she was black, he determined that her life mattered. And he was going to do what he had to to protect her life. Even though the Supreme Court says, nah, you know what, cops really don't have to you know, protect your life if they see what, if they see an attack going on. But there's so much, so much insanity of everything that's going on that people don't even want to take the time anymore to go to follow the Stuber Gear motto of learn, then protest. Uh Libertarian Ninja asks, can we just stop sending cops into crime-ridden minority areas? Hashtag asking for a friend. Well, I that is a possibility, but if you look at the community where she lived in, it didn't look like it was necessarily a struggling, impoverished community. It was looking at some of the Facebook videos of people who live in the area, it does appear to be a minority community, but I can't say for sure how bad the crime is in that area. That'd be kind of, you know, 
reaching, you know, grasping at straws. But, yeah, it's I got into a huge, huge Facebook fight with my sister, God bless her, because I dared to challenge the narrative with these horrible things called facts. I know those horrible pesky facts that get in the way every damn time. Because nothing is more important to the people pushing the race baiting and the hustling of all this garbage like the facts. You get you look at the George Floyd thing. And I'm not abdicating anything that Chauvin did as not wrong. I think holding his knee on his back, not his neck, as bruising suggests, or the bruising suggests it was definitely on his back and not his neck, nowhere near his windpipe. I'm not saying that he didn't do anything wrong when all of a sudden he's no longer talking and he's not moving. And you sit there with your knee on your back still. And you won't let the paramedics check him out when they arrive. I'm with me. That gives me clear grounds to go. Yeah, that's manslaughter. You big oaf. But there's so many facts behind it that people just want to ignore. They wanted to ignore the fact that George Floyd had a lethal level of fentanyl in his system. Now, had Derek Chauvin flipped him over when he stopped moving and stopped talking and let the let the uh, paramedics get to him, maybe they could have administered Narcan and restarted his heart. It's possible. It's possible that maybe he was too far gone with the, you know, in with the enlarged heart, the cancerous tumors, the ninety percent coronary artery blockages. Perhaps there is a huge reason why he would have died anyways. I believe that if they hadn't taken him out of the car, he would have probably died in the backseat of the car because, again, lethal levels of an opioid in his system, plus methamphetamine, plus a heart condition, plus 90% coronary blockages, he put himself in a huge risk. And by choosing to fight the cops, he could have had taken it, been arrested for, dude, you're trying to pass off a fake 20. Come on, let's just take you down. Deal with this. Instead, he fought. Uh, the guy in Atlanta who, oh, he was killed because he, he fell asleep in a Wendy's parking lot. Uh, no. I mean, technically true, he was in the parking lot and he did fall asleep behind the wheel of a car that he was operating while under the influence. Last time I checked, that's an arrestable crime. The cops are called because he's holding up the the drive-through lane. And as such, they get him out. He fails a field sobriety test. They go to handcuff him, 
And then, oh, because he's on parole. Not just child abuse, child torture. <laughs> nice, who says, I am, am I really late for last night's show or really early for next week's show? Yes. The answer to your question is yes. But here, here's a guy, he's on probation. If he gets arrested for DUI, he's going back to prison. Oh, but he was a a loving, caring father. A loving, caring father who was in jail for torturing his own freaking kids. So he fights with the cops. He grabs a taser. He shoots it at the cops. But suddenly the cops are wrong because if one of them is incapacitated with said taser, he could take their actual weapon and use it against them. So he was, the cops did what was right to protect each other and to protect themselves. But, oh, they're just so wrong. He was unarmed. I mean, he was unarmed until he grabbed a less than lethal weapon and tried to use it against the cops. But we're supposed to ignore all the facts because, again, the facts get in the way of the narrative. As I was saying about arguing with my sister, God bless her, which she was having to hold her own against me and our other sister who happens to be a police officer. Because she keeps spouting all these facts, or all the not all these facts, all these narratives. Ah, uh, more black people are killed by the police. Uh, actually, no, no, they're not. But per capita, well, okay. Here's the problem with per capita. Per capita is a misdirect. If you don't have the hard numbers to suggest that there are literally more black people being killed unarmed by police than white people, well, there's a smaller population of black people. So if you go per capita numbers, then, yeah, it is a higher per capita number of unarmed black people being killed versus unarmed whites. But if you go per capita based off of, I don't know, actual police interaction data, then you go, huh, the majority of police interactions in America are with African Americans. That's 13% of the overall population. They make up the majority of police interactions. However, an incredibly small number of those results in use of force, whether it be against an unarmed person or, or even an armed person. So you have... So if you look at those numbers, that ratio of very seldom to and compare it to how many interactions they have, it's a statistical anomaly that there's 
not even more black people being killed unarmed by police. And I know, I know, one day I'm going to get on the radar of the wonderful, wonderful people at Media Miramadons, and they're going to look at this and go, he's saying more black people should be killed by cops. He's a dirty racist. Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. Based on numbers and based on presuppositions as posited by the left, you would think with black people being more likely to have an interaction with the police, there would be piles and piles of black people bodies everywhere. Because, wait, if they're killing more black people than white people, how come the the actual numbers are inverted? It doesn't make any sense. And, but then they can't wrap their head around anything other than the narrative because the narrative stands. <laughs> Libertarian Ninja says that the, the reason that 13% of the population commits 70% of all violent crime is because they are all white supremacists or something. No, you look like an idiot. Exactly. We're all dumb because the white supremacists keep doing things. <laughs> oh, Lordy. But I think the one of the biggest, most egregious things that happened though, is shortly after the shooting, everybody's favorite spokesperson of the inane and asinine from the NBA, the one who pictures himself as being the next Michael Jordan, LeBron James, tweeted out a picture of the cop saying you're next with a with an hourglass emoji hashtag accountability oh I, 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 that wasn't being threatening at all really that seems pretty ominous uh this article from Breitbart concerning Mr. LeBron James Space Jam 2 studio, Warner Brothers, silent after LeBron James targets Ohio police officer. The Hollywood studio behind the upcoming Space Jam sequel is staying silent after the movie's star, LeBron James, singled out an Ohio police officer photographed at the scene where teenager Micaiah Bryant... I just like saying it that way just because, you know, it, it sounds very, very, very Hebrewish. Micaiah. Micaiah Bryant was fatally shot at, to protect another young girl. James tweet. James tweeted a photo of the officer with the ominous message "You're next." Then deleted the tweet after he was accused of putting the cop's life in danger. <gasps> Why would you think that I was trying to put him in danger? Oh my goodness. Warner Brothers hasn't replied to requests for a comment from Breitbart News about James' tweet. 
The studio is set to release Space Jam, a new legacy, in theaters and on HBO Max on July 16th. It remains unclear if James will participate in the publicity campaign for the movie, given the current backlash. Uh, police shot 16-year-old Makai Bryant in Columbus, Ohio, after she appeared to attack another person with a knife during a wild altercation this week. And, like I said, describing the footage of that, I mean, the body cam footage is one thing, but when you see the security camera from across the street, how anyone could say that he should have done more to de-escalate the situation because he rolled up and there's already a brawl going on and he can't, there is no time to de-escalate because she is already rushing a person with a knife. Is he going... Hey, uh, excuse me. We 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 need to, we we need to we, we need to talk about this. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the uh, I'm gonna get the social workers out here, and we're just gonna hold hands and kumbaya, and this will be a good old time. And we're going to work out our problems, okay? Yeah, some left wing activists have attempted to downplay the dangerous situation, claiming that teens have engaged in knife fights for. Eons, which if you saw that on Twitter, you're just like, um, yeah, I was a teenager eons ago, and I don't recall ever having a knife fight. Stacey Abrams, the the one true and rightful governor of the state of Georgia, said there was, quote, no justification, end quote, for the police shooting while MSNBC's Joy Reid said she remembers fight school where a kid had a knife. And teachers were able to fuse that, and they didn't have guns. Oh, boy. In deleting his tweet, James attempted to explain his Your Next caption. And this is reading directly from his tweet. Quote, I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer. It's about an entire system and they always use our words to create more racism. I am so desperate for more accountability. Well, here's the problem. Here's the problem, LeBron. When you choose your words, remember that words matter. When you say you're next in the context of Here's a picture of the officer who just killed somebody. It's almost like the impression of, you know, I'm putting a hit out on this mother because, dude, he just killed a black person. But I don't know what happened, but I'm shooting my mouth off. Versus if, you know, uh, I saw a a sign war happen where, you know, a group of businesses were putting up goofy signs. If If they put up a sign that said something goofy and they put your next, directing it at whoever is putting up the signs at the other business, that context is, hey, it's your turn to put up a goofy sign. Context matters. But oh, they're just gonna, they're just going to use our words against us because because they're just 
They're just creating more racism. <laughs> Libertarian Ninja. I remember all knife fights that I got into as a teenager. We constantly had to step over bleeding teens to get into school. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like uh, all, all the bodies of the people who died from COVID going in maskless to Lowe's at the worst of the pandemic. But you couldn't go to church because, you know, COVID. Uh, Knights who say knee says Le- says LeBron had to find a way to make himself the victim, and and that's usually how it goes with all these stupid race baiters. The minute that you that people catch on that, dude, you're a moron, or hey, you don't have all the facts, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Suddenly you're attacking them because they're black and you just happen to be another race, a very pale one that resembles the color of the, of the freshly driven snow. Well, no, I'm not pointing out that you're wrong because you're black and I'm white. I'm pointing out the fact that you're wrong because you're wrong. Again, having this stupid argument with my wonderful, wonderful sister. I'm pretty sure, having grown up with her my entire life, I wasn't being a white supremacist for telling her that she was wrong. Now, I may have been a misogynist because I'm telling my sister that she's wrong, but, I mean, I'll just ask her to go make a sandwich or something because that's it's all <laughs> darn well I just Jesse Kelly'd myself on that one. Oh boy alright I'm going to take a quick break and then I will be right back with something other than complete stupid considering anti-racism racism This is Tyler from Relentless Daring, and I am launching the brand new RelentlessDaring.com merch shop. Instead of having to go to a third-party vendor, now you can do everything right there at RelentlessDaring.com. If you want to buy merch, go to RelentlessDaring.com slash shop, and there you can get hats, you can get t-shirts, you can get hoodies, you can get coffee cups, you can get stickers. Go there today to show your love for the Relentless Daring podcast, and as always, stay relentless. All right, getting back into it before I get too carried away. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to thank those wonderful, wonderful people at Built Bar for creating what has got to be the greatest, best-tasting protein bars and protein products on the market. Oh, my God, the, the Built Puffs. It's like a marshmallow dipped in dark chocolate. Get the churro flavor. Oh, my God. By far, one of the best things I've ever had. Um, 
possibly even like with the regular bars. I I need to I need to load up on the on the mint brownie bars because I don't, I even know which ones say are my favorite because they're all so freaking good. But these are American made, shipped direct to you. Now it's starting to get warm out, so if you're going to order your built bars, hope somebody's home because they'll sit out there in the heat and the chalk the one hundred percent real dark chocolate on the outside will melt and well, then I guess you throw them in the fridge and let them solidify and be so much good, so much better. So much gooder. Oh my god. It's been a long weekend, folks. I'm so sorry. That was builtbar.com. Use promo code Relentless, save 10%. Or if you can't remember the Relentless code, click that link in the show notes and it will be right there. <laughs> Kim is asking, asking, you can't English tonight? No, and nor can I Spanish, Japanese, or Hangul for that matter. So it's going to be a wild ride. All right. So getting back into it, um, one of the big things that's really been going crazy is, um, well, California's policies. And, and we've known for a long time, you're, you know, people in Texas and Austin bitching and moaning about all these people in California moving here and, you know, they're, they're bringing their dumb policies with them. And yeah, that tends to happen. They, they they leave California because their policies were so stupid they didn't have a choice. So I can't deal with this anymore. I'm committing I am committing economic suicide by staying here. So they move. Well, all these people leaving may be having an effect on California. This is from Fox News. So take it as you may. California may lose congressional seat for the first time in history. Uh, the Census Bureau is expected to roll out California's latest official headcount soon, and the Golden State could lose a congressional seat for the first time in its history due to a steep decline in population growth. Over the past decade, the annual population growth rate has slipped to 0.06%, lower than any time since at least 1900. California would drop from 53 to 52 House seats, still more than any other state, and would in turn lose electoral votes in the presidential election. Meanwhile, states like Texas and Florida are growing their populations and political clout. Texas is expected to gain as many as three seats, according to an election data services analysis, and Florida, too. Arizona and Colorado could also gain seats. Colorado is probably getting all those misplaced Californians who are bringing their stupid with them. And if California manages to hold on to all 53 House seats, it could be thanks to the work of the $200 million state $200 million state leaders spent on census outreach trying to count as many residents as possible to qualify for a proportional amount of federal funding. California's fleeing residents often cite a skyrocketing cost of living, high taxes, and sprawling wildfires as their motivation to move. But recently, 
Some residents have become fed up with Governor Gavin Newsom handling the his handling of the coronavirus pandemic and persistent school closures. Newsom is facing an all but certain recall race, likely in the fall. California is the only Western state expected to lose a House seat, according to election data services projection obtained by Mercury News. Nine other states stand to lose a seat, mostly in the Northeast and Midwest. What you're seeing is a continuation of the trend that's been happening from the 1930s. People leaving the Northeast and Upper Midwest and going South and West, says Kimball Bruce, or Kimball Brace, the president of Election Data Services, a political consulting firm that analyzed New Census Bureau data. But California is the exception. And if there's more to that, my computer didn't decide to print it. <laughs> Knight, who says, Knee says, in a state who is considering Caitlyn Jenner for governor, there's bound to be a few things to drop off. I just hope Caitlyn has the balls to fix what's wrong with that state. Blockchain says, amen and a woman. Chewbacca is still an upgrade. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, it's a lot of people leaving California and... They're, they're talking about the recall bid. You know, maybe Newsom gets recalled. There's a bunch of people who still like him for reasons that cannot be explained. I'm guessing they're the hippies who are still strung out on LSD seeing it, uh, sitting there in San Francisco. Right, who knows anymore? <laughs> Kim says Jenner is fitting for California. Yeah, and... Um, yeah, Nikki Haley is really glommed on to her campaign. Yeah, on, on hate and Ashbury. As I was going to make that joke a minute ago, but Ashbury had completely slipped my mind because, as it was pointed out, I cannot English tonight. Oof. But, and the thing with, like, there's so many bad policy decisions with California. They're, they're land management decisions. California, despite all of its wildfires, has had really little effect, effective change in their rainfall patterns over the past 30 years. However, because they don't do things like, I don't know, allow citizens to clear brush on private property. On state property, they don't do controlled burns. They don't let federal wildlife or federal forest services do controlled burns on federal property. California, in its wooded areas, has five times the vegetation than it really should. So here you are, you're getting... All right, you're going to have to follow me. You're going to have to follow me. There's a weird leap in logic here. You have five times the vegetation trying to sustain itself off of a rainfall pattern that held about the same for the last 30 years. So now you have lots of trees with very little water. So they're not very 
they're not very moistened for when that when that fire event happens, that lightning strikes, that moron leaves a throws a match out all willy-nilly while he's driving down the road, whatever the case may be, or the, the straight-up arsonist. So there's not enough moisture in the trees to prevent an absolute conflagration that burns everything down. So you have that going for you, especially in the uh, the San, during the Santa Ana winds. That just pushes the flames higher up into the hills where there's more and more really dry brush. Okay, that's really bad. But what about all the homes? Well, you have more and more people pushing out from the from these major centers from Los Angeles from Sacramento, from uh, Silicon Valley. They push out into these wooded areas because it's, oh, it's so pretty out here. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but there, you can't really do anything if, you, if you're able to buy a huge piece of property because the state will come in and slap you down because you may endanger a three-inch fish that will probably go extinct on its own regardless regardless of what human intervention does to try to save it. Speaking of which, those stupid three-inch fish, they're the reason why California hasn't built a new reservoir in 50 years. All kinds of water in California, but they can't do anything to collect it, to build a dam and you know, have a reservoir. That's the reason why Lake Mead in over in Nev- along Nevada and Arizona, it's the reason why it's going dry. Los Angeles is drinking the entire lake. Loxane asked, is AOC from California? No, but she may as well be. She is from New York. Yay, New York. Thank you for giving us AOC. Kirsten Gillibrand, Chucky Schumer, and the Cuomos. You have been such a help to society. Please, I, I, I know your giant collective village wants all their idiots back. Please take them. Cali takes water from Great Lakes. Lake Michigan is always, always low. Huh. I didn't realize they were getting water all the way from Great Lakes. That's crazy. You learn something new every day, even in the middle of a live cast. But it, it, it's nuts that, you know, all these bad decisions, and then the tax rates, keeping the schools closed, even though the science says, ah, you know, we have to follow the science. Uh, okay, the science says that kids are perfectly fine to go back to school, and the likelihood of Getting COVID from each other or teachers getting COVID from the students is really low. But you, you got to follow the science. The scientist says you can't do it. Really? Wait. So, because you have a political agenda with the teachers' unions, suddenly you can't 
follow the science because the science isn't aligned with the science that you imagine? I think is what you're trying to say. <sighs> it's absolutely nuts. I, and honestly, the people who are leaving California, I don't blame you. But please, if you're moving here into my area, you know the dumb policies. You lived the dumb policies. Leave them there. Nobody wants to put up with bull crap. No one wants to put up with overbearing state. I know Californians who love the state and love big state. They have a fetish for big state. Yes, daddy, give me some more big state. That's, that's on them. If they want the super big state, they can stay there. <laughs> nice to say, knee. ain't nobody moving to Missouri. Oh, every now and then they get stationed right up the road at Fort Leonard Woods, so they do move here. And on occasion, they stay here. My next-door neighbor's originally from Maine, of all places. How he ended up in Missouri. Oh, yeah, he ended up in Missouri because he was brought here by the Army. And then he liked it so much, he just stuck around. And speaking of Army... Uh, Pentagon investigated suspected Russian-directed energy attacks on U.S. troops. Ah. Defense officials have briefed congressional committees on the use of mysterious weapons against American service members. And this is really starting to sound a lot like what was going on in Cuba when American diplomats and embassy workers in Havana were coming down with odd, mysterious illnesses. A former national security advisor told Politico that in one instance, one instance, <laughs> Libertarian Ninja, I'm considering buying a place in Missouri, just not going to live there, just have a house there. Well, you, you got to have a place to run to when Bad flood management decisions puts the entire state of Nebraska underwater yet again. So in one instance, officials suspect that direct energy had injured a Marine in Syria. But a Pentagon investigation later concluded that the Marine's symptoms were the result of food poisoning. Jeffrey Lewis, a professor at the Middlebury Institute who focuses on technology and national security, said that the topic can be troublesome from an intelligence standpoint. Quote, the problem is, and I, I think we saw this at the embassy in Cuba, but honestly, with a lot of these stories over the years, it's just really hard to know why people are getting sick un unless you have the weapon or some technical means of knowing if there's a particular a particular beam being focused on a place, he says. We still have no idea what the hell is going on at the embassy in Cuba. Those people have been reporting all those symptoms for years, and the, the question is, are they being targeted? Is, is this some eavesdropping equipment that's having an effect on them? You just don't know. 
But any public statements on this topic from the U.S. government would also generate skepticism. Phil Coyle, a former director of the Office of Operational Test and Evaluation at the Pentagon, urged caution. Quote, it seemed, seems far-fetched to me. Harder to do by far than just killing American soldiers with bombs or bullets. The advantage, of course, of some imaginary weapons, maybe there would be no attribution. Nobody would be able to tell, which I guess is the situation you're describing in Syria. All we know is these soldiers got sick, and we, we don't know whether it's food poisoning or something else that made them sick, so we can't blame the Russians. And, of course, that was part of the problem in Cuba. But again, these are governments that weren't exactly great with us, even when we were on good terms. Everyone talked about how Donald Trump, ah, Donald Trump, he's in Putin's pocket. Or Moscow Mitch. Well, he's just he's just acting on behalf of Moscow because because he's taking Moscow's money. Well, if you look at the Obama administration, remember when Secretary of State Hillary Clinton offered a reset button to Vladimir Putin and it had a horrible translation that was actually kind of an insult? Yeah. Or the military aid that we offered to Ukraine as it was being invaded by the by a former Soviet spy. They gave blankets. I mean, blankets will stop tanks and artillery. Blankets will Blankets will diffuse a situation in a heartbeat when you're on the verge of a of an all-out war. But Donald Trump, a person who put you know significant pressure on Putin, yeah, he would kiss up to Putin if he's you know because. He's incredibly transactional. I'll say something nice about you if it's going if I think it's going to get me somewhere. I did the same thing with Kim Jong Un. So suddenly people are suddenly realizing that oh my gosh. Russia's still a bad place. No kidding. Yeah, you know, they 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 were all all up in arms during the presidential election. And, <gasps> ah, Russia was paying, was, was, had a bounty on American troops. And Donald Trump's not doing anything about it. Well, yeah, because it's unconfirmed if Russia was ever doing that. We don't know. It's been suspected. But the, time frame that they would have been doing that would have been under the Bush administration. 
not Donald Trump. So I don't know. Now, yeah, I, I agree with the uh, the with the tech spec guys who were contributing to that political art article that I read from that we really don't know what's going on either in Cuba or what happened to that one Marine in Syria. Honestly, I've been deployed. I have thought that surf and turf in Afghanistan was a brilliant idea. Just to later find out just how awesome and fun dysentery is. And those lead to stories that, well, they're they're not for they're not for sharing with the public, but it's not good. And when you're deployed, especially in a place like Syria, where you're probably living in some dust covered crap hole that you built up from the ground with Hesco baskets and you know, well, here's the wood. Build your bee hut and call it a day. Where if you have cooks there, they're doing the best that they can with what they have. However, it's just not the same standard of cleanliness and sanitation as it would be in the States. In Cuba, I, I really couldn't tell you there. You know, the idea that, well, maybe it's an eavesdropping situation that's affecting them, I, I don't know. <laughs> nice to say knee. Here's the wood, LOL. Phrasing. Hey, they gave them all the wood that they could handle, all right? I don't, I don't, I don't know why you're making a deal out of it. Jeez. But... Yeah, Cuba's a whole other story that I don't know if we'll ever know the answers of what happened there. I know I know who's certainly not going to tell us what was going on there. <laughs> it's not going to be it's not going to be uh, Fidel's little brother. He ain't going to tell us what was going on. Whenever he kicks the bucket, whichever military leader takes over. They ain't going to tell. So, it will just continue to be a mystery. Are the commies attacking or not? All right, that's going to wrap up this show for this week. Again, those of you who joined me in the live room unexpectedly on a Sunday evening, those of you who are either too late for Saturday's show or too early for next Saturday's show, well... Thank you for coming and hanging out. It was fun. Although, because I have to work in the morning, there would there was no bourbon to be had, unfortunately. It is still sitting lonely on the shelf over my shoulder. But again, thank you for tuning in and listening. If you're listening to this on podcast, if you're on Stitcher, you can rate and review it there on Stitcher.com. If you're listening to this on the Apple Podcast, on the Apple app, please leave a Five-star review. I would prefer five-star reviews. I'll take four. Take four stars. I prefer five. I'll take four. 
then leave a nice review. That way, when it pops up as a suggested podcast to listen to for somebody else, they read through those reviews and go, well, they generally like this guy. Except for that guy. Don't know what his problem is. Number number three, I probably should have already done this, but subscribe if you haven't. Subscriptions are good. They're very good. (laughs) And number four, share this podcast. Send a link to a friend who who you think will enjoy this show. Or send this link to a friend who you're going to drive absolutely up the wall because they're crazy, freaking liberal, and they can't handle it. I will gladly be your tool of spreading hate and discontent amongst the populace. Ah, I love helping people out that way. Again, thanks for listening. Uh, if you go, if you want to support the show, be sure to check out the sponsors. I have the links again for my Patriot supply and built bar in the show notes. Also go to relentlessdaring.com. there. You can listen to back episodes of this show, as well as the whiskey pod. You can shop, you can buy merch there. You can uh, click that donate button there at the top of the page. There you can set up a one-time or a recurring donation. Again, everything that comes from, you know, gratuities that come back from sponsors, the, you know, merch sales, the donations, it all goes into keeping this thing on the air, buying nice equipment. Eventually, you're going to be paying for building a podcast studio, so I'm getting out of the office away from all those annoying kids. I'm just joking. I love my children. Most of the time. No, you look like an idiot. Again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, stay relentless. This is Relentless Dairy on Podbean.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.